So today is Monday and um, I've been thinking about inspirational people. And one person that springs to mind is this gentleman that I have here in front of me. His name is Thomas Laurie. And Thomas has a group on Facebook called Nobody, No One Deserves to Be Forgotten. And his posts are very inspirational. I find them inspirational having suffered at some point in my life with mental health issues, like I think a lot of us have, whether we want to admit it or not. Thomas is somebody who does admit it, who's very open about it. And um, for this reason, I've invited him home today so he can tell us his story. And maybe if you're listening, then you can benefit from, from his experience and from um you know what has happened to him so hi to you thomas hello it's nice to be here it's really nice that you've come thank you for coming um i don't know anything about you you're the only one of all the people that i've interviewed for <laughs> extraordinary ordinary people who i don't know uh, as a person and and so it's a bit of a challenge for me too but i think what you're trying to do is so important so important that we need to get it out there yeah so, and you agree with me? Yeah, I totally agree. So, Thomas, um, tell me, from the beginning, where were you born? So, I was born in York, in in, in England, in the north of England, in North Yorkshire. Um, and I went to school there, both primary and secondary school. And when I left school, I did an MVQ in health and social care. Okay. Um, looking after the elderly. Then in 2009, it was New Year's Eve 2009, I moved over to Spain with a friend because her dad had a bar there and, and we yeah, you thought decided, you'd... You know, yeah. decided to come over. Yeah. Um, that was in Sabanija. And then at that time there was no work because it's not seasonal time. So um, I did odd jobs and then somebody told me about a job in Mount Alvernia. So... I went and I applied and in 2010, I think it was June 2010, I started working there. Wow. And what's that, what's that like working with the with the old oh, people? I, I really enjoy it. It's I something think... that I have a, a passion for. You know, I, I like caring for people and and these people have lived through all sorts. And, you know, the the they have stories to tell and they deserve to be looked after after properly. I've been diagnosed now yeah. with um, unstable emotional personality disorder. Okay. Apparently it's very common. A lot yeah. of people have it, but it comes in, so some people suffer worse than others. Um, this is a new diagnosis that I've had like over the, the last six months. Okay. Before that, I was suffering with social anxiety I've always been a, a, a sort of not unsociable, but like shy, I, I, yeah, and 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 anxious around big group, groups of people. And does this, does this um, come from your childhood, or not? Do you think it's anything related to? I don't think so. No. I'm not sure. Really, we, we're still looking into mm. to where it stemmed from. Yeah, um, but I do remember being anxious as a teenager um so but i never seeked any help mm. until um it got so bad i live in waterport and when the cruise ships were coming in there was two two thousand people coming off the boat and and i couldn't go out of my house because i wow. was too i was it too really anxious yeah i was too Gosh. anxious to go and what do you feel when what did you feel you just, just couldn't face so no, many people I, and if i had to go out i used to do a thing called walk and talk my friends knew 
that if I called them, I'd say it's a walk and talk. So if I was talking to somebody on the phone, I would they would distract me from. So um, even going into shops, I'd have to call somebody to talk with me, not about being in the shop, about anything, mm. just to distract my mind off being where mm. I am. Was this the first time that you realised there was something wrong with you? Or yeah, there was something that it, wasn't quite... Yeah. When I was younger, I just thought, you know, you pass it off as, as just yes. growing up. But then I realised I had a problem. Yes. So um, then I seeked help. Well, that's great. That's because a lot of people don't. They, mm. they, they do feel that something isn't quite right and they, and they just live with it. And that's the worst thing you can do. Don't you agree? You, yeah. you have to get it out. For sure. It's best to get it out there and, and the professionals will help you. Mm. Um, the first time I the, I was in Ocean Views for six weeks because I had no I I wasn't on any medication. Okay. So they started me on the medication. So you'd never been uh, on medication up to this point. No. Okay. And they started me with the medication, but obviously they have to start on a lower dose and increase yeah. over time. Yeah. So it was six six weeks that I was in Ocean Views. Back then, I say back then, it was only only two two years ago. Um, you wasn't allowed your mobile phone in there. Mm. Um, only certain people would be taken down to the activities area. So it was very isolating. It mm. felt very isolating there. And especially um, with the pandemic as well, because when COVID hit, nobody could visit people yeah. or anything. So that's quite hard if you're used to having, you know, people around you, yeah, family was, or at least. It was it was tough. Yeah, but, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Sure. And up to that point, Thomas, you'd been all right here. How long had you worked in the Mount Alvernia before that? Uh, 10 years. So you'd been all right those 10 years, living yeah. here in Jib. Yeah. I, I was fine. You were fine. It was just... And this it just it suddenly just, just one day really felt too much to bear to yeah. see all these people. Yeah. Gosh, that's incredible. Mm. So I'm glad that you got help. And I'm glad you felt they help, were able to help you. Yeah. And, and I went to, so the problem here I have with with um, the, this, the mental health system as yes. a whole, even now, is the continuity of care. Okay. So even back then, I had, um, when I first got admitted to Ocean Views, I had one psychiatrist and then she left and I got another psychiatrist. He was very nice. And he was there for the duration of my stay in Ocean Views. He um, he referred me to psychology because okay. he thought that psychology would be good for me. Mm -hmm. um, and he did this on two occasions, but nothing was done. And six months went by yeah. with 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 nothing really. No, I, I had my medication, but I had no connection with community mental health. Nothing. It was just. Um, me and my medication, and, yep. and I soldiered on. And I called the, I called the doctor and asked him, yeah. did you refer me to psychology? Because I was yeah. there when he did it, just yeah. to check that he had. he had. And he said, I've put it on the system twice that I've referred yeah. you. And nothing. And then he said in the next breath, I'm leaving. <laughs> so that's a common occurrence in this story. Because really? it, so he left. I was waiting for psychology six months. Um, eventually, I, after calling most days, I used to call the reception there, ask them to send emails to see what's going on. I need to speak to somebody. Um, eventually, I got to see um, the psychologist, uh, Natalie Waters. Okay. 
fantastic lady. She she helped, she helped me. Which she did CBT, con- cognitive behavioral, behavioral therapy. therapy. Yeah, and um, she huh? changed my life really. Really, from the social anxiety side. Yes. Um, she was so. So good. she taught you to be able. I mean, do, do they teach you to be able to go out where there's people around you where you can handle yourself? Yeah. So we start. We start small. So mm. it was walk down Main Street at a quiet hour. But before I used to go, it used to be what What is your expectation of what people are going to think of you? What right. do you think is going to happen to you? Did that you? worry you? What people thought of you? Yeah, all the time. I really? used to think. I used to think everybody was talking about me. Really. I, and yeah. it was a very odd feeling. It wasn't nice. So before I ever, when I used to go and see Natalie, the um, she would say to me, so this week I want you to go down Main Street at a quiet time. But before you go, we have to discuss what do you think people are going to think of you, what do you think is going to happen. So I would tell her what I thought. Yes. Then I would go and do the walk down Main Street. Now, sometimes they would go with you. Mm. She she offered to come with me for support, but I said to her, in my case, if I've got somebody there, I don't feel as anxious. Mm. So I have to do it by myself. So I used to do that. And the next session we'd go back, she'd tell me, how did you feel? How how was the the experience? So you felt she was supporting you? Yeah, she supported me and, really, and really And she well. kind of really did understand what yeah. was happening. What, what did you feel was going on? Did you feel it? You know, why has this happened or? I, I yeah, I didn't understand why yeah. I was feeling that way. And it's very confusing I, I'm in sure. myself. I'm thinking, you know, why would people be talking about me? I'm nothing special for anybody to talk about. Yeah. But I genuinely thought that people were, mm. everyone was saying something. And and most probably nobody yeah. was talking about you. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. In the end, <laughs> she, she would say to me after every session, how was it? I used to say people are going to look at me, people are going to yeah. talk about me. <laughs> and the realisation that actually nobody yeah, so is. Exactly. Yeah. But it takes yeah. time. Yeah. Um, sure. One of my, the, the goals, there was two major goals that at the end of the sessions, that was um, when I, I got to Atlantic Suites pool, but I never go in the pool because there's too many people around the pool. And if you make like uh, any movement there, everybody looks up mm. and, and I, I, it, it was, scares you to it, go in the pool. So eventually I got in the pool and wow. I realized and she told me, keep your head up high, look around. Obviously, don't look too much. That, <laughs> that yeah, it's going to make you worry about what they're thinking. Yeah. But just look that nobody is people are going to look because you've made a noise or you've walked past them it's a natural thing to do but um you know just once you're in the pool for example just look around and you realize that nobody is looking at you and it's true it's true so you were able to and i was be able to go in the pool and another thing that was difficult for me was like arriving at a restaurant before if I was meeting someone for coffee or, mm-hmm. or, or going for dinner and I would I would go into to the restaurant first. I could never go into the restaurant first. I'd have to wait outside for the person. For the person. But once again, she taught me how to... So these were things which were to, quite important for you to learn. Yeah. To bring your confidence back. Because really it's a big a big confidence thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it really is. I, it, it, my confidence was really low. Yeah. And she eventually... Helped you. Helped me and, get and, it back. and and she was fantastic. Problem is then Natalie left. Ah, so the continuation of care, what you yeah, say. So Natalie left and my new psychiatrist, it was then then we were into the pandemic. 
Right. Where I didn't see the psychiatrist. She would only call me on the phone. My psychiatrist wasn't having face-to-face meetings and I'd never seen her face-to-face. And I used to tell her that it's very impersonal to talk to somebody about my personal business or how I'm feeling if I've never seen you. That went on for nearly a year that I didn't see her face-to-face. She would always use on the telephone, always on the phone. I said, I could be talking to anybody. It's not, this isn't, this isn't Mm. right. Mm. I went back home um, and then uh, my emotions were just uh, a mess. I didn't know. I'd wake up one day and I'd feel like somebody had ripped my hat out. I was very down. I was very, Mm. you know. Um, And then the next day I'd think to myself, why am I feel? why did I feel like that yesterday? And Mm. then the next day would be totally different. And, Mm. and it's very, every day I had a different feeling and my Mm. emotions were all over the place. So I was admitted again to, to Ocean Views, uh, where I finally met my psychiatrist. The one you'd been talking to. The one that I'd been talking to on the phone. Um, unfortunately I didn't like her that mm-hmm. was a personal opinion of mine and the way that we she spoke to me mm-hmm. um so i wrote a letter up to management saying that i don't want to see her anymore because yeah. it, it, i couldn't it was yeah, yeah. yeah i mean she, so. yeah, I, as a that, that's my personal opinion other people have said that she's you know she's helped them a lot and so i'm not saying she's bad at what she no, does no, it no. just wasn't good for me but you, yeah there are some people you get on with and other people that you don't get on with so, so she was my perfectly. she was my third psychiatrist then while i was in there i had to wait um i think i was in there a month i had to wait because um I wasn't getting seen by a doctor because the lack of doctors that there is here. So then um, a doctor came who was who was like covering. Okay. Um, he was very nice. I saw him throughout the whole stages of me being in Ocean Views. Yeah. Um, now I must state that the second time I went to Ocean Views, yeah, it was a lot better than it was the first time. Okay. Now you can take your mobile phone with you. Okay. Now they're taking everybody down to do activities. Okay. I mean, things can be done better, but you, you, they're taking everyone down for activities. How's the care? Uh, it's it's okay. Is yeah. it? It, it? It's a lot better you than it was. You felt it was better than the yeah. first time. Well, that's... They're giving you a lot more one-to-ones, which, okay. which is what people need. Need, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, 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 I feel like... Th- the staff are trying their hardest. It's just they're fighting against a the system. system. And um, mm. yeah. so, so in the whole scheme of things, are you feeling better, or, or how how did you get yourself to the point where you are now, where you're much better? Well, I I I see you fine, but yeah. Uh, so I. Was the, after the third time in Ocean View, I was in Ocean Views for three three times, um, and then they sent me to psychology. Mm. Now this psychology was to for the psychologist to write a report about me and mm. how I deal with things and how um, you know how you ev- react to things, everything. Yeah, so that. They could put it on the EMIS system so that anybody under my care, uh, under the care of me, would can, know your, your story, can read it yeah. so that I don't have to keep repeating yeah, myself. Your notes, of course. 
to to uh, everybody. Um, in this time, again, the 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 doctor that I had finished. So then I got another doctor. So I'm on doctor number five in two years. <laughs> The doctor I have at the moment is a locum who won't be here for much longer, so we're, I'm not going to see back, him. Your back is still in the same. I had a very, uh, I had a lot of support from, because the second time I got discharged from Ocean Views, um, they bought somebody from Community Mental Health, one mm -hmm. of the nurses there, to so that we could arrange to meet outside. Totally different to what happened the first time when I was mm. just left. This time there was a plan that we were going to move forward. Yeah. So I used to go and see, um, she's called Louise. I used to go and see her uh, regular. I We had a good connection with each other. You know, I, we used to just speak. It wasn't like, you're not doing this. You, you, are you doing this? Are you doing this? We used to speak in like we're speaking now. Just yeah. anything that I wanted to talk about, she would sit there, she would listen, she would help me. Um, if I needed sick notes from the doctor, she would get them and, and medications and things. Um, so I had the support from her for yeah. quite some time then i went to psychology then the, i got to see the psychologist which i was saying that he did mm. the assessment which actually was meant to take only two sessions and it ended up taking eight he used to What's tell them, me for them to assess you to assess me but <clears throat> it's because i i need to feel comfortable with the person absolutely to let out I how get, I feel I get that completely and I'm confused still with this emotional because my emotions are everywhere yeah. I, I, I'm still confused in yeah. in in the way uh, how I am so he was asking questions from right from the beginning and you know they have to ask these questions and it's it was tiring and and I used to go twice a week for an hour session or an hour and a half session and did it end up and, making you feel worse sometimes sometimes but the, and I used to say to my parents <clears throat> I call my parents on on in the UK and say to them look I, I'm like mentally drained from this because I, but I've got to understand that he needs to ask these questions Yes. In, in so that he can write a report. So the report was written, was done. He shared it with me. He asked me if he could share it on the 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 EMIS. Yeah, the system, whatever. And then he told me. So the time with him ended, which I knew it was going to end anyway. Um, and the hope was that I would see the psychologist in the community. All right. Which I've been referred to since November. So. I is he was hoping that I could finish with him and go straight into psychology in the community. Mm. Obviously, there's a waiting list, so I, I I I've had to wait. But he told me, again, I'm leaving. Oh. I had him leave. I had my nurse from the community mental health team. Why leave. do they all leave? No idea. Have they given you a reason? No. Have you done, tried to do something about it, Thomas? Uh, what can you do? Well, maybe if people are listening, something can be done. The problem is that, uh, see, I lost the doctor, the psychologist, and, and I knew the psychologist was going, the psychology was going to end, so I understood that. But um, I was actually concerned for other people. Of course. And I did say to him, is there somebody going to replace you? Because a lot of the session, I would, I would go on about other people who are, who are waiting to see a psychologist or seek help yeah. and and 
if you're not going to be here, then who's going to take over you? Because, yeah. and he didn't have, I don't know if they've, they, they've replaced, they probably haven't. Mm. Um, and then I lost the doc. So I lost the doctor, the psychologist and my nurse all around the same time. Um, it was tough because I, I, I don't like to, to, to start over again. And I think with this report is a good thing that, that people can read it and, Mm. and see and they don't have to ask you all the hundreds of questions again yeah. but the and i've got now a new um mental health nurse yeah and he's she's great. staying he's he? he's he's from here so oh, he's, good. he's gonna stay i'm oh, sure good um that's great news the doctor and do you think things have improved a little bit thomas now yeah than i think two so. years ago yeah, yeah yeah for sure so that's positive for sure hi it's Hexar Garda from Fitness TMB. We work with men and women over 40 to get fit, lose fat, get energized and develop a powerful mindset. You can accomplish this by implementing significant changes in your habits and routines, such as optimizing nutrition and mastering your sleep. I have created for the over 40s the RRE method, recondition, recharge and energize. It's a 13-week program that will enable you to find gratification in your fitness journey, as well as positively shifting your mindset and well-being. You can get in touch at heck at fitnesstmb.com or visit fitnesstmb.com. Tell me about starting No One Deserves to Be Forgotten. So that's on Facebook. Yeah. What made you do that? So after the first time I left... Yeah. I, I, um, shortly after I went to New York with my mom on holiday. Okay. And we went to see the, the musical Dear Evan Hansen. Yes. You've seen it? I know, but I've heard about it. And in there, there's a song they sing, No One Deserves to Be Forgotten. And, and it's, and, and it stuck with me. I, I, I felt a connection to that, to that, that play, that performance. It was very powerful. And when I came back, I thought, let's start up a page with that name and see if anybody is a safe place for people to come and, and, mm. and express because I wasn't getting any help and no. I'm guessing nobody else was getting any help. So we needed. And do they teach you ways of mm, helping yourself, like the tools not to go down that yeah. way? So last time I was in Ocean Views, one of the nurses made me, uh, with me, we worked together to make a first aid box. Mental health first aid box. It says Thomas's first aid box. It's a shoe box and it's got, um, it's got like stress balls. Huh. It's got um, elastic bands to ping yourself with. Um, it's got candles because to, to smell. It's got some chocolates in that if you're, if you, 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 you eat the chocolate. Yeah, the black to dark chocolate. And, yeah, and yeah. you really taste it and you, you focus on that. Um, it's got candles. That's, got that's a really candy. good idea. I've got photos of all my, my close family all your members. Loved ones. Yep. That's and I write such on the a back. Good idea. I write on the back of them. I have bubbles so I can blow bubbles, you know, when I feel like I'm, because a lot of the things they say 
I've tried and it didn't work for me. The mindfulness, yes, the, the mindfulness is a really good thing, but it doesn't work for everybody. You've got yeah. to find the the thing that works for you. Yeah. I feel like I am. And Thomas, another thing I'm going to tell you, there's over 7,000 people on your group. Mm -hmm. That it is a huge me, testament to you. It took me, uh, uh, I was persistent. I was persistent. And I know <laughs> that, that, You know, in, in the beginning, I used to get banned off Facebook for three days because oh, I would post really? too much. Because I used to post it everywhere. Just post, 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 Does post, it help post, you? Post, Does post, a Facebook group oh, help yeah, you? Yeah. And you're helping other people? Every day I post 15 times. I've every day? Every single day. If anyone's listening who's feeling like you, who's feeling a bit emotional, and what, can you, what advice can you give them? I would go and speak to your doctor. I guess I don't really know the the I don't know if you can go to to community mental health and just turn up there that would yeah. be good to find out yeah. I mean or go to A&E if you're feeling really bad mm. if you go to A&E or call 111 mm. the 111 system works very well now because it's not just for COVID it's for everything, everything. so you tell them I, I've done it myself I'm struggling with my mental health have you and what and what happens they so they, you they you talk to the paramedic The lady there, she's very nice. She mm. tells you, um, "Do you need we? we you need to come to A and E because mm. this is the only place that that there is for your for safety medication and or, for oh, okay. your, to be safety, yeah. in in a safe place." Gosh. So they will they will ask you, "Do you need an ambulance? Or can you make your own way?" I've always said, "I'd make my own way. I don't want the commotion of an ambulance coming. I don't need an ambulance. I can walk there." Um, but get yourself to A and E. They will call the liaison team, which are um, on duty, I think, from five o'clock when Cole and I don't close at five until eight o'clock in the morning and then join the weekends. I mean, I, I, there's something that so I there's never... Always, there's always someone there. There's always somebody there. I, what I just didn't understand was that after Colin Island has closed... I, I think there should be something 24 hour. For sure. Even though there is in that respect, but I think there should be a place where you can go, a walk-in centre, especially, especially for mental health, because you don't want to be in the A&E. No, they're very nice there. They, mm. they understand and they get frustrated with the system just as as, uh, as I do mm. and everybody else. I got a, new, um, a message of Emily from Clubhouse. Oh, yes. Um, saying to me that would I be interested talking to the director general of the the mental health. Absolutely. Did you say yes? So, yeah, of Good. course. Good. Well I, done. I, I, I was like, yes. this is what I've been waiting yes. for the whole time. I need to talk to somebody yes, and tell do. them my views yes. on, on, on how the system is being. Um, he contacted me and I went for a meeting. The main things I pointed out there was the continuity of care. That that is key. You can't you can't you can't look after some somebody if you don't have continuity of care. It's of just this it's the main thing that needs to be to be sorted. Um communication is another one. Um and the waiting list to see psychology yeah. now he told me and 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 i didn't i was one thinking that there's a hundred and odd people waiting to see psychology he did explain to me that it's not only psychology everybody thinks that it's psychology 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 
But what we need is people like counsellors who can deliver CBT and counsellors that can branch off from psychology so that if you looked at everybody, you could put them in, in mm. to different people, mm. not all going to see psychology. But we don't have that at the moment. That's what they're working towards getting. That's what they need. That they, mm. and, and they say they're going to work towards getting these people so that there won't be a waiting list to just seek a psychology because not everybody in that waiting list will need to see psychology. I don't want people to feel like they're alone. Yeah. But we're always there. Because you've been there. You know what yeah. that feels like and it's not nice. It's not nice at yeah, all. I know. So that's the purpose of the group. I yes. know that at the moment because people don't 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 talk there's other there's other rooms that there's other rooms in facebook you know groups on facebook that you can go to but they're very graphic and there's people saying um no you don't the, want to hear the, all that and you, that's not no. what you need to hear no but we're still there to help people we have to tell people we stress that we're not professionals and and you know you the, the, we guide you in the right direction but if you want to spot talk to somebody any of us on the group there will mm. help. I mean, I know that at the moment it's just positive posts because that, that's, that's what you want that's, to do. That's the that, message you want to get out. That's the message I want to get out. But the message I want to get out is that you don't have to be alone. Yeah. I don't want anybody to feel like they are alone because they're not. We're just a message mm. away. Nobody's going to judge. We're not yeah. judgmental. One one thing I want to ask you, which I ask all my guests, Thomas. So, um, if you had a song that's gone through life with you, that's um, special to you, is any song that gives you, puts you in a good mood, or any mm. song in particular that's special to you? I I I don't think uh, a song, but I find Adele. Adele songs, a lot of songs from a, sung by Adele. They kind they, of they, I, soothe I, you, yeah, her I, voice. I feel, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel she she's telling a story, and and I feel connected with that. Okay, and there's no particular song that I can think of that. Yeah, well, that's I mean, okay. I like that's fine. All upbeat, upbeat songs, and I listen a lot to like inspirational. Um, motivational people who talk and telling you you know uh yeah today is your day you can get up you can do this i listen a lot to them they help me good they help me and as well my dog helps <laughs> because i take him out he's he's brilliant he's called dexter he's one and <laughs> he's my baby and um we got him because of uh, so that i had a focus it's funny you're saying your daughter's doing psychology i'm i'm with the open university i'm doing psychology and counseling are you um i'm doing it part-time so it's six years because the first year is split into two mm. so now i'm on the second half of my first year mm. hopefully in september I will be going to the university, St. John's University in York to do it there because I find that online. It's harder. It, it, you're not going to get yeah. that interaction with people that you and work experience that you, you need. Mm. You know, you can't, you, you, if you do it all in front of a computer, then there's no person to person. Yes. So, so you're going to go to York. So hopefully sometime soon I'll, I'll go to and, York. And do you and finish your... Finish my degree there. Amazing, amazing. And You're then, an absolute inspiration. Honestly, I'm inspired listening to you and I'm sure everybody who's listening will be as well. Thomas, yeah, you've come you. a long way. And always remember that. Keep that as your focus. I just feel like focus. It's, 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 
something I mean, I, that comes natural to me. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I. You're very easy to talk to. You're very chill and 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 really, you know, you could help a lot of people. So thank you for for being here no, no and being part no, of this. It's a pleasure. I like to get the message out there. Yeah, that, well, that, that, that I hope lots of people listen. People aren't alone. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to On the Sofa with Rouge, a series of talks where I talk to friends and family about all the interesting things they've been getting up to. A massive shout out to Charlie Hurst, my sound engineer, who's done an incredible job of putting this podcast together. His website is soundunit.co.uk, should you want to get in touch with him. And also a massive shout out to Beatrice Garcia, who's a very accomplished artist and who's beautifully designed the logo for this icon, for this podcast. And her website is Beatrice garcia.com thanks a lot for listening please get in touch rougejib at gmail.com if you want to let me know uh, what you thought of my podcast and uh, how i could improve and please 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 tune in because more podcasts are being dropped all the time <laughs>